Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by our YouTube page. Ours. Have you ever heard of YouTube? Nope, but I've heard of ours. Okay, YouTube is a place that you can go and subscribe to channels, and they provide video content. Nice. You watch it, it's just like TV, but instead, uh, instead of having, you know, like all these different networks and things, we have our YouTube page. You know what that means, right? Yes. Well, that's pretty much what it sounds like. It's a YouTube page, it's ours, and it's everything Natural Habitat podcast related. So go there, subscribe, get all of our daily download uploads. <laughs> Why do I keep calling them downloads? I don't know. So what's wrong with you? Get all of our daily YouTube uploads for the whole year of 2017 at our Natural Habitat podcast YouTube page. Subscribe today. How was that? That's good. Not bad, right? Okay. I'm happy with that. After fucking five takes or whatever. <laughs> uh, we've been having some technical difficulties today, but I promise everything's going good now. Everything's recording. And I'm about to hit this theme song. And we are getting into a little bit of British television history. You ready? Sure. <laughs> sure. It's a weird way to set up this episode. Yeah. everybody what's up welcome to the natural habitat podcast my name is mikey booyah my name is top gear dog and we are here on a beautiful tuesday <laughs> uh yeah that's right yeah we are here on a beautiful top gear tuesday top gear tuesday and we are gonna be talking all about the history of top gear i didn't realize it started in 1977 that's an old ass show well, yeah, um, yes. There's been a hundred different hosts. No, we're gonna talk about all of them and their birthdays. No, there's been none of those. <laughs> there's, well, there's been like there, eight or something like that, right? No, there six. Hasn't. No, there was a first original two. No, and then <laughs> no, <laughs> and there's, then they, there, there's three guys. Uh huh. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah, all the other guys are not real. They're fake guys. Okay, I see what you're getting at now. Yeah, see, there's a new three guys. No, there's a new five or seven guys. There's some shit. And none of them are real. But there's also um, Top Gear America, Top Gear uh, wherever, Germany, Top Gear Japan, Top Gear fucking um, who knows. Another one pops up every week, but every... It's it's expanded to like um, a huge thing, you know, like to where every country adapted their own. Yeah. So these are the original guys. Yeah, these are the guys. 
Um, the original original guy is Jeremy Clarkson, and I think um, I don't remember which one came last. I think James May came last, but I'm not sure. I think it was uh, Jeremy Clarkson, and then Richard Hammond, and then James May, but I'm not sure. Well, anybody that's seen the show knows that they're a great team. Yeah. So it's definitely uh, it's good that they got together. But before we get into this Top Gear thing, something happened on the day <clears throat> that we are recording this. And that is, did you hear about the SpaceX launch? No. They did their first launch since their September flub where they blew up $200,000 worth of satellites. But they launched today. The Falcon uh, Falcon 9 or Falcon 2, something like that. Falcon 9. And uh, it was a successful launch. Everything was dope. And they have this thing on there called the Dragon Spacecraft, which is the first uh, free-flying spacecraft designed to deliver cargo and people to orbiting destinations and, like, the space station and shit. And it's kind of like Elon Musk's little bus. It's like a shuttle bus that goes back and forth from the space station to Earth. And it's designed to carry people, but mostly just carries cargo right now. But uh, in the next couple years, they're going to be doing their first, like, test manned flights. So that'll be a bus to the space station pretty soon that you can just hop on for a couple hundred grand, go hang out in orbit for a while. Yeah, but I'm not really feeling space. It's dope because, that uh, uh, it's dope that they're moving again. We can't smoke weed in space. Yeah, that's kind of weird. You could ha- you could have edibles, I guess. Sure, but that's not not the same. Not even close. Yeah, like uh, like think about the Mars One guys. And this year they're starting their training, where they're going to be in the pods in the California desert somewhere, and then they're also going to be in the Arctic somewhere. And in the pods that they're going to be living in on Mars, they're going to be chilling for like a few years to, you know, make sure they could grow shit, make sure they could sustain and not go crazy. And uh, just imagine like, like it's cool to be that person to go down in history. But then it's also like you don't get to do anything ever again. You don't get to smoke weed anymore. You don't get to like... You bring it with you. You got to grow your own. <laughs> yeah, you got to grow your own. But it's like yeah. you're just trapped in this little prison box until you die. There's no coming back from Mars. There's no if, mission If NASA back. was smart, they better be sending weed with them. <clears throat> yeah. Be- because how are you going to send motherfuckers to another planet who are never, ever coming back? You got to be sending more than that with them. You got to be sending <laughs> some fucking... You know, you better be sending them a fucking... Give them a little bit of everything. Yeah, you know, they like a little have, drug box have, from that what, movie the night before. Exactly. They need a box of stuff that they could never consume in the rest of their life. That way, you know what I mean? Like, they're good. Yep. I need a fucking trunk. And I'm not talking <laughs> elephant. This is a whole know? trunk full of assorted drugs. Yeah, I need a fucking pow. But uh, that's dope, man. SpaceX is moving again. A lot of people were hating on them when they blew up that rocket, but you know, shit happened. You gotta spend money to make money, right? You gotta well, break a couple of eggs. Who, to make who really was hating them? Was it paid people hating, or was it? Yeah, like, probably. It's probably yeah. just media. Exactly. You know, it's not real motherfuckers. Nobody, real people are not gonna hate on something like that. So it, yeah, because it's amazing. You know what else happened? What happened? 
Top Gear happened. Okay, so check this out. I found out that Top Gear started as a monthly television series. So it would come out every month and not every week or whatever. And it was produced by BBC Midlands at Pebble Mill Studios in Birmingham. All right? I know that just for some reason. Okay. And there was was this woman. I forget her name. She had something to do with starting it. It ran for a while since the 70s. And then ended in 1999 or 98, something like that. And in 2002, it picked back up with our current cast. And this is like, it's a car show, but it's also for people that don't know anything about cars or aren't crazy car people. Like we read that 40% of their audience is women. And I'm not, I don't know shit about cars. But I'm learning more and more about cars as I watch the show. And they make it to where it's not just cars. They're always joking about shit. They're always talking about stuff they're not supposed to talk about. Yeah, they do half and half because it is... To try to keep your attention. A lot of it's factually based. Yeah. And and they they try to give you consumer information so you can make smart buys when you're out there trying to buy a new vehicle. And, And if you think in terms of... You know what Car and Driver is, right? The magazine? Yeah. That's like... Um, those type of magazines are like consumer guides, you know, like buyer guides. Like they tell you like what the cars come with and like everything about them and like what's new and different and like, you know, and, and the differences between other cars and what's good and bad after being tested. And, and Top Gear essentially is the same thing, just a British version. It's also a magazine and it's a fucking expensive ass magazine. It's like $10 for the magazine or some shit. Um, but, uh, it's, it's just like that. It's, it started in a, like, only, uh, factual basis, you know? Like, it was like, it was basically to help everybody make smart buys when they're out and they're not just buying lemons or a piece of shit cars that they don't know anything about and make sure that they get their money's worth. And it was important for them to, um, make sure that they used a reasonably priced car in their show and they try to buy like a decent car for like 10 grand or whatever that's on the market that everybody can buy. And then, um, they made people race it around their track. Yeah. And, uh, I also read that it's like, it's the most viewed factual show in the history of television ever. But, but what, what is more viewed than that? I'd want to know because like, um, it was, it's, its viewers were between like 350 and 400 million at times. And, uh, that's insane. That's more than there is people in America. So like, yeah, not to mention their fucking 3 million plus YouTube subscribers. Yeah. Well, that ain't shit, I guess when motherfuckers have 50 million, but, um, the, the TV show part is huge because it was broadcasted in 130 countries or some shit. Or like, you know, like maybe more than that even. It's probably more than that actually. And uh, so it was like, it was a huge deal, you know. It was like a global phenomenon, not just like a British thing. You know, they're humble about it, but it's a super big deal. If um, people like us... Are watching it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it like, definitely it definitely transcended boundaries of all yeah. kinds. Like it transcended 
geological boundaries. It transcended, you know, men and women. It transcends different types of people, different lifestyles. Age, race, yeah, everything. Anything. Anybody can relate to this. It's like Kevin Hart. Like Kevin Hart and Top Gear are like fucking hand in hand to where everybody loves them. Yeah, it's crazy. And, Super uh, cool though. Yeah, I mean like you you told me that it was one of your favorite shows. You were like Top Gear's the shit. I watch it all the time, blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, that's that car show with those guys or whatever. Like I've seen previews for it or whatever. And you're like, no, watch it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really into cars. Like, you know, like I like cars, but not really enough to where like I know what they're talking about. And you're like, no, watch the show. And I was like, yeah, maybe I will. And then the Grand Tour started, which is, we'll get into that later. But I started watching that and then I got hooked. And I see like the appeal that, everybody sees in it because it's like a whole nother thing it's a whole nother type of show and it's not scripted it's all improv it's just them bantering well it is around. scripted it, it is it's not uh completely scripted it's partially scripted or whatever so they like some shit yeah. is off, off the cuff they have sure. they but, have like a guideline that they're following but for the but, most part it's unscripted but it's them that makes the guideline also yeah. it's jeremy clarkson pretty much that writes the show and uh, um um always has he's a he's a writer and like he's a columnist and like all all these things like that's where he came from before the car shit and still he still does a lot of that stuff and then he like hosted like a lot of documentaries and other tv shows and shit too that were like car related or history related and stuff like that but they all do if you look around they richard hammond has a bunch of shows Fucking Jeremy Clarkson has a bunch of shows. James May has hella shows. And they're all great shows. Like, each one of them is super good in its own way and still has an element of, like, their real personality, like, from Top Gear. Like, you could tell the people who they are on Top Gear and Grand Tour, you know? Like, that's who they are in real life. That's not, it's not an act. It's like, yeah. Genuine personalities. Yeah, and uh, I found out Jeremy Clarkson was actually a child actor. And uh, he, like, has been doing shit his whole life. I want to say I read something about his parents created Paddington Bear. And that, like, they made money, you know, like, when he was, like, a teenager or whatever, made that money, put him through, like, some good school and he said that he just spent the whole time in his fancy school drinking and smoking. <laughs> and then, uh, so just like anybody else. Yeah. And he also was the host of Robot Wars. Do you remember that show? It was like yeah. the British uh, battle bots. Yeah. Dude, in Japan, they're building mechs right now. Like robots that you get inside of and control them. Like, what? Yeah, they're building those as battle bots now. I, there's this video of somebody walking one for the first time the other day. And it was the scariest thing I ever heard in my life. The noise that thing makes is like what the apocalypse is going to sound like. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like, we should Jesus. probably look it up right now. It's scary. Yeah? Yeah. All right, I'm going to find it. Here it is. Holy shit. This thing is fucking huge. Watch. When it walks. 
This thing's got to be what, like 15 feet tall? Bigger. Yeah. So this dude's in this giant fucking robot. <laughs> Look at all the like gears spinning in the leg and shit. Yeah, just listen though. That's the important part. Dude. You hear that sound? That's the, gonna be the sound of humanity dying. The robots take over. Yeah, fuck that. It's the last sound you're ever gonna hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, fucking crazy. Right. Yeah, that is crazy. All right. Right. I need a palate cleanser. So yeah. uh, I have this clip that kind of shows, like for people that haven't seen Top Gear, like me, six months ago, <laughs> this uh, this kind of shows like the camaraderie between the three guys. Take it away. Ugandan morning peace and serenity of this beautiful Ugandan morning was shattered by the bellow of a wild animal. Clarkson! <laughs> Have you heard of those boutique hotels? Small, with a style all of their own. You're getting that room. This one's got a chair and a table. It's like little tiny shacks in Vietnam. Just smell yeah. Oh my god. There's like no god. Everything's leaking. Hammond! Uh. A very big catastrophe has befallen me. <laughs> I could actually overtake now, but this is too amusing. I've got to. <laughs> 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 Sadly, I was laughing so much, I crashed into myself. I'm spun! Have you been on the internet again? Yes, I have. So they were in just like cars, small cars, towing campers, campers. Yeah. in a field, just ripping them apart. So it's like a mix between like jackass <laughs> and like a car show. They do like a lot of weird stunt shit like that. And, well, no, that's and not really like, a stunt. They, they, it's about yeah, not really a stunt, but like they play like darts with cars and shit like that. Yeah, well, certain cars they don't like. Yeah, and then yeah, they have grudges against certain brands that they don't like. Um, they don't like people that go camping on the weekends and tow their trailers everywhere, so they wreck a lot of trailers. Um. They like there's this one brand called MG that they hate all the MG cars, so they're always crashing them and smashing them. Um, I don't know. They just have grudges with certain things, like uh, even places also, like the Balkan Islands, yeah, and or f something like that. Yeah, they definitely air their beefs out. Yeah, Mexico that doesn't like them. <laughs> and I found this. Oh God. Is that James? 
What 200, James? It's all yours. <laughs> Claim a moral victory. Why a moral victory? I've still got a caravan. Well, not really. I'm going to wheel it. Where's the wheel? What's that? Well, what's that? Anybody like a cup of tea? <laughs> yes. Jolly good. In the leaning tower of Sicily, look at that. That's how. That's sick. A bit. They built their own campers. It's like a double stack camper. It's triple. She it's just like liked it. She was like to go in Hammonds because that's, that's like stupid. a hatchback. <laughs> fucking semi drove by him. He's towing a, a he's towing a triple stack camper with a car. No, it's part of the car. It's like on top of the car. <laughs> I've had on a road journey in my whole life. It's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Thirty-four seconds for the transit to withstand the world's most useless burglar. <laughs> Three, two. One, go! There's a lot of 34 seconds. How easy it is to get in. <laughs> <laughs> Ten seconds. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently it's supposed to be some sort of uh, some sort of safety car. Dude broke into it in 10 seconds. Yeah. Well, that's... Uh, they have like a lot of this banter. That's like that unscripted shit that I was talking about, where they just go off. They knew that the dude was gonna come out there, but it's just them laughing most of the time and having a good time, which people like to see. I think that is one of the most appealing parts of it is that they're having fun the whole time. You know what I mean? Well, they seem like it's really tricky. You know, they they seem like such average people, and like you know, they seem like they make it seem like anybody could do what they do, and, and that's the enticing part of it. Except for you see them driving around the track and they're smashing and fucking drifting and doing all these things. And that's really them driving. It's not some fucking stuntman. You know, like they really smash around the track and they like do all their own test driving and they like do yeah. everything themselves. So it's it's very deceiving. You know, like when you look at them, you're like, oh, these old farts saying and do shit. And then they do the most epic things ever. Another uh, another epic fact that I learned about Jeremy Clarkson is that he passed his driving test in a Bentley. Nice. And it was his grandfather's Bentley. He passed his driving test, coincidentally enough, in 1977, the year that Top Gear started. And he was so confident that he'd pass, he even brought scissors to remove the L plates afterwards. So he was just like, yeah, I got this. Let's do it. Passes driving test in a fucking Bentley. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's done a lot. Of, they crashed one into a pool. And like, um, oh no, they've done so much cool shit over the years, man. It's crazy. Like, they just have stacks and stacks and stacks of shit. From new Top Gear, the one that started in 2002 all the way up till now, or until they stopped it, it was uh, um, 20-something seasons. And... Uh, it was lit as fuck. Yeah, so, so so many good things, and like every season has at least one or two specials that are like um, different shows. And then they had like a 
they have a bunch of different like formulas of episodes that they do also like sometimes they do a lot of just factual stuff and testing and then another day they go out to another country and go do a, a test drive and then like another time they go do a fucking special where they like go drive a thousand miles or like you know like they they had a, a bunch of different formats that they ran with like all the time mm-hmm. so uh I want to see this next clip. They put a Toyota truck on top of a skyscraper, demolish it, and then apparently, according to you, drive away within the truck afterwards. Yeah, I haven't, so like, I haven't they seen were, this clip yet. They, they, think, they thought this truck was... Um, this specific Toyota truck was like indestructible, and they tried to kill it a bunch of ways. And... It would always work, no matter what, afterwards. And then this was, like, the last attempt. It's the Toyota Helix. Yeah. So this was the last attempt to destroy it? Yeah. And then it still lived. And so they, like, put it on a pedestal after that and kept it. (laughs) So they just fucking... Savagely, like, controlled demolition, this building, with the truck strapped to the roof. It was, like, tied down. And the truck's fucking flying all over the place, having a great time. I don't see how that thing could fucking survive that. It went went down quick. The moment of truth. Will it be buried under thousands of tons of public housing? (laughs) No, there it is. Tall. So they're gonna dig that shit out. (laughs) It's smashed and bashed almost beyond recognition. Jesus. Oh dear. I'd say that was pretty ronnied. Have you got a crowbar with it? Yeah. <laughs> Again, we've got our mechanic with us, and as before, he's not allowed spare parts, and he can only use basic tools. Too much. It doesn't look good. Right, is this it? Right, this is it. I'm going to give it a go. Holy shit. (laughs) Are you fucking serious? That's crazy. Greatest thing ever, right? That's insane. And that's one of like, there's another one where they like got towed up the side of a dam in in a fucking Jeep. Like it was straight vertical. Damn. Yeah. And like, oh no, they, they do so much epic shit. Like it's hard to... It's hard to describe it without making it like no matter what you say, it's not going to do it justice. Yeah, you know what I mean? and it's like, hard yeah, to pick anything gotta, out. You can't pick anything out and be like, "Oh, they did this and it was crazy," because everything yeah. they do is crazy. Yeah, you gotta just like 
you really just got to watch it all. You got to go back and and uh, surf through and find like I would start at all the specials and then and then just go back and start from the beginning after that. Yeah. If you watch all the specials and you're not fucking feeling like the number one fan afterwards, <laughs> um, <laughs> you're not human. You know what I mean? Like these guys are great. Yeah. Fucking. I found out that uh, there's a waiting list to get into their studio audience that has 300,000 names on it. And yeah. they have enough audience backed up on this list to film 21 years worth of episodes. So if you want to be, it reminds me of the episode that we were, uh, we were watching the other day of the new one, the grand tour. And they were talking to that old man in the, in the audience, like talking about how old he is and fucking blah, blah, blah. Well, he probably signed up when he was like 25 to get his tickets. <laughs> and then he just he had, had to wait. wait that long. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is like signing up their children. So that way when their children are in their twenties and thirties, they can go and see. Another fact. Yeah. Is that the grand tour, the first episode or whatever was the most downloaded TV episode ever. Uh, most illegally downloaded. Yeah, that actually has been disputed. I was reading about it because I was just looking up that because I was going to talk about it. And apparently uh, they got like some numbers wrong. It was one place that flipped the numbers. They put like 9.7 million instead of 7.9 million. And I think the highest downloaded is still Game of Thrones. Well, it probably passed it by now. At like 9.2 million or something like that. Well, it's only within a certain period after it comes out. But uh, but yeah, for it to fucking instantly first episode of the show be up there, like, yeah. and have yeah. to be disputed within the tops, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's a, a great feat. And poor Amazon, they fucking spend all this money, and they're like, we're gonna fucking get on this because we know people are gonna get Amazon Prime, and everybody it's one a, of the highest downloaded. It's a win. It's a win because like all that chatter, all the illegal downloads. Think about nine. Nine million people are talking about the are grand telling tour. Their friends. It's on yeah. Amazon. Yeah, they they downloaded, they watched it, and they talked about it. And so, like now, that was immediately turns into fucking however many more millions on top of that, you know. And it just like spreads like cancer. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and it's a win for them no matter what because a lot of people, people, a lot of people don't care about paying for subscriptions and shit. They don't give a fuck, especially for something like. Amazon, it's not that much money. If you just order things from Amazon, you get fucking free Amazon Prime. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's not even like a, a much of a deal. And people that can afford it don't even question it. They don't even think twice. Motherfuckers just spend money. They don't care. They just want what they want, you know? So yeah, it's I'm, true. Sh I'm sure they grew a lot. And then now they're supposedly um, to work out some deal where they're getting on some networks or something or something where they're going to be in like 200 countries now or something also. So that's going to be like the next step up for them. Mm -hmm. They were, uh, they were given a 160 million pound budget for, uh, for their 36 episodes that were ordered. So, uh, that's like more than 200 million. Yeah. I was going to say, and, uh, wait, what was I? Oh, yeah. They were given this money. 
And also the opening scene for the very first episode that was one of the highest downloaded in history cost $3.4 million to shoot when they had all the cars driving through the desert. Yeah, it was Mad Max. It was so dope. Yeah. And fucking, there was 150 cars, all worth a total of $26 million. And it was like one of the highest fucking, probably one of the most expensive opening shots ever for a TV show. Yeah, probably and was. And it sucked you in. You were just like, holy shit, what the fuck? Yeah, right away. And you can't yeah. escape that, you know? And then, and then, uh, you know, they do some pretty epic stuff on this show, but this one is like completely different. Yeah, let's talk about it. So what happened and, uh, was Jeremy Clarkson had a dispute, whatever happened with some production guy or whatever the fuck. And yeah, he, he got punched some guy in the mouth. Punched some guy in the mouth. Big deal. It happens. And, and they've decided to fire him over it. Yeah, Amazon, not Amazon, BBC, no, BBC, they just fired Jeremy Clarkson. And it was this whole thing, like, what's going to happen with Top Gear? And uh, if I remember correctly, they were offering more money than Amazon was offering the other two guys to stay. But they ended up leaving, James May and Richard Hammond, with Jeremy Clarkson, stayed as a team, got picked up by Amazon and created the Grand Tour. Yeah, which is the smartest thing because you, you can't recreate that no matter what. If they would have tried to do it without Clarkson, it wouldn't have been the show. Yeah. Clark, Clarkson is the show. And then for Clarkson to try to replace Hammond or May just wouldn't make sense. You know, it wouldn't feel the same. It would it would feel like a carbon copy or something, you know, it wouldn't, you know. So, oh, no, I, I, think, uh, I think they're smart. That they know what what their stick is, and they know like where their money's at, and they know that you know they've spent so much time together that they just know what works for them. And BBC was just cocky and thought that nobody could survive without them or whatever. They didn't think that the show was going to be as big as it was, and they were mistaken. And their show flopped. And um, and they're like changing hosts already again, and like you know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy to me to think like I don't care how big the BBC is, you know, like they're big or whatever. They're a global fucking conglomerate network and and a huge news network and always have been or whatever. But they don't have shit compared to fucking what Top Gear was. You know what I'm saying? Like that was that had to have been their bread and butter. And um, yeah. to to be that cocky and think that you have some type of power over a personality like that is crazy. You can't, you know. Yeah, because they're they're in constant fear of being sued by BBC. They have to change all their segments. They have to make sure that things don't closely resemble things that they used to do on Top Gear, and uh, like their whole like celebrities in a. Celebrities in a like fucking practical car or what's it called? On yeah, just start in a reasonably priced car. That's what it was. Celebrity yeah, in a practical car. <laughs> yeah, and they can't do that anymore because BBC yeah. owns it or whatever. And they so, own their like catchphrases and like things like that. But yeah, but don't. I love their new thing that they do with celebrities. Every time they have a celebrity on, he dies on his way to the tent. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. And then they're just not on. They're not going to be on the show now. Yeah, and I love the new driver, the American. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's awesome and it's and it's really funny because if you like when you go back and you watch all the all the 
Top Gear, and then you realize like their relationship with America, what they think, like their funny opinions of Americans, and like yeah. you know, and it's it's part of their humor also. They like, and so like for it to be an American is just great, you know. It's like it's just it's a slap in their face, and um, they directly compete still. So yeah, but they uh they went as far to as like copyright James May's catchphrase, which is "Oh cock." Yeah, and he used to say it on Top Gear all the time, and he didn't say it on Top Gear because it was in the script. He said it on Top Gear because that's what he says in real life. Yeah, that's like his thing when he gets upset. He's like, "Oh, cock! What the fuck?" And or like embarrassed or like makes a mistake or like yeah, it's like his "oh shit" like thing. Yeah. Well, they copyrighted that, so now he can't say it. So now he has to refrain from saying his own natural thing that he's been saying for years, off camera. Just because BBC say they said they own it, yeah. So there's lots of uh, lots of hard feelings going on, but I think that they're schooling it right now. They definitely took all the right steps. Yeah, they they're doing their thing. They're doing like they're doing it bigger than ever, and that's the cool part about it. It's cool to see what's going on, but I'm still like nostalgic over the old um, episodes, also because the those are what really made them. And like their experiences is what made them. And like the show really didn't like you, you watched it grow from like season one from the 2002 season when it started. Season one was nothing like season 20. <laughs> yeah. It was like completely different show. And that shit just evolved right in front of your eyes. And like, and like it really started picking up at certain points. And, and, um, and those, those memories and those episodes are like moments in time that um really like made everything for them and and like solidified their relationships and like the way that they interact and everything and and just seeing like the things that they went through was amazing like the the um water cars one who who hasn't wanted to do something like that you know like who the fuck they got to they got to make cars amphibious cars yeah they, they got to make hover boats <clears throat> i remember they, they turned vans into hover boats and like called them the hover vans and made those and like you know they they'd done like the the coolest things that kids mind would think of that we would be like hey i want to do this and they fucking just do it they get to do it the things that we've all thought of or wanted to do right? you know and that's like the most epic thing they get to be giant kids exactly at at the later part of their life, you know, and that's fucking amazing. And that's what, uh, that's what I was going to say is that when I was a kid, I remember seeing in like some sort of movie or old something like, I remember it was a red convertible and they drove it into the water and just kind of like drove away and it turned into a boat and it was like in a movie or something. And I was like, wow, that's fucking so dope. I didn't even know that was real. And then I found out it was a real thing, not on the internet or anything. Cause that, like wasn't easily accessible at the time, but I found like a photo ad. I remember like, remember like in the, like the photo ads and like all the little car magazines and shit, you go to the end and they would have all the like weird shit and like all the ATVs and like motorcycles and like little trailers and tractors and all the weird like knockoff stuff. Well, I would always look through that for some reason. I was like always intrigued by it. And I saw this fucking, like big it was almost like a 
like a bus that didn't have a top on it and had like a bunch of rows and seats and it was a bus that turned into a boat and oh yeah yeah they have the those in like santa cruz and monterey and like um there's a bunch of places that have those in yeah, yeah. And it was like old from the 70s and someone was selling it and i was like it's a fucking boat car <laughs> yeah and they i've still fucking wanted one ever since so uh let's watch this clip because they made their own boat cars yeah that's it's so cool and it's like they're just big kids but before i it's could so hoist my sails i drifted into some weeds and got stuck then it was my turn I was grateful when I saw the waterline I'd insisted on only having one engine. Can you give me a tow before you sink? No, I can't give you a tow. I'm leaking. <laughs> I, however, was about to launch into a world of issues. Right, tow. I'd bolted my propeller to the flywheel. <laughs> there it goes. And as I drove in, it hit the ramp and broke. So I was in the water with no drive, but that was the least of my problems. Oh no, it's sinking! Um. 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 Yeah, my, mine hasn't worked. Can you come and give us a tow? No, mate, my engine doesn't work. Those incompetent co-presenters <laughs> With James still in the weeds and Hammond going down fast, I opened the taps on my outboard and went for a test drive. Yeah. Look at that thing. He's got a fucking outboard motor on the back of a pickup truck. Attached Not just any outboard, a fucking huge one. Yeah, attached to the fucking tailgate. Yeah. And he's just fucking just driving it. Just chilling. What the fuck? That's the dopest thing. And Richard Hammond sinking. Yeah. That's what would happen to my boat, I think, if I made a car boat. Sunk. Yeah, yeah well, they're all of them sunk. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. It's like yeah. a fucking the most recent episode of the grand tour that came out and they were, uh, it was all about the coral reef and how the coral reef is subsiding because of cars. Cause too many people are driving cars and they were like, since we have a car show, we figured that we'll do something about it. So they took five cars and stripped them all down and we're going to put them in the ocean so that the reef could, you know, attach to it and build off of it. And the whole episode is just a series of unfortunate events that lead to them just putting one car. And yeah, they, they lose all the cars. with five and end up with one. Yep. One car goes down. And it's great because, like, the whole thing was, like, we're going to help the environment because we have a car show and we're, like, hurting the environment. And then by the end, they only put one in there. But you know, yeah. you know that they silently fucking donated money to something, to, like, the Coral Reef benefit. Who for knows, that episode. You know, it's like it's like this. It's like they're making a point as well. They're, it's like it's, everything starts with the best of intentions, you know, and then 
sometimes shit happens and that's life and that's really like what these episodes and like what these themes are all about it's life in a fucking episode about cars that you would never see coming and like there's so many ways to connect to it yep you know it's like it's really something for everybody and that's the crazy thing who would have known <laughs> who would have thought three grumpy old guys would be so much fun to watch but they really are they just are awesome right so i say go watch them it took me a while to get into it, but once I did, I'm all about it. So We didn't play all the clips we wanted to. We had clips of them playing soccer in cars, rugby with cars. They played fucking Battleship with cars. They've um, played ice hockey with cars. They've they've done like anything you could think yeah. of with cars. <laughs> they've done that shit and, and done it well. And yep. everything has turned out good, and there's so many things to pull from. And uh, my advice to people who haven't seen the show is start with the specials. Start with the specials. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back and watch the Top Gear specials. Yep. And I'm going to do that right now. So, peace out. We'll see you on Thursday. We love you. Natural Habitat Recordings.